Welcome to the Blockbusters and Birdwalks podcast. I am the curator, Garrett Chaffin Kirai. If a person already likes South Park from Trey Parker and Matt Stone that's been airing for more than two decades, that person's going to love Team America World Police from 2004. But let's just cut to the quick. There is an instrumental piece of rock music produced by the musician Tomoyasu Hotai called Battle Without Honor or Humanity. The song itself has been associated with various other movies since, but most notably Kill Bill Volume 1 by Quentin Tarantino from 2003. This reference is important because Battle Without Honor or Humanity is now something I regularly hear as a jingle on 91X, one of my favorite San Diego County-based radio stations, and it's cropped up in a variety of other movies. And when it shows up in the middle of Team America World Police, we know what we're looking at. Intertextuality. The way that a present work of creative expression refers outside of itself to previous forms of creative expression in order to enhance the impact and meaning of whatever we're looking at and experiencing now. Team America World Police is about a group of super soldiers defending America as a world police force going wherever they wish to defeat terrorists. The movie was written and produced in the days following the 9-11 attacks and indeed makes fun of the extremity through which American armed forces were sent across the globe to ensure the safety of the American heartland while doing damage in defense of the American heartland abroad. Because this is Matt Stone and Trey Parker, everything is amplified to a truly grotesque and unnecessarily vulgar level. This movie is terribly profane. It is also wicked smart. The best way to unpack it is to realize that it centers on the world police recruiting a new member named Gary Johnston, voiced by Trey Parker, who is an actor, and his skills as an actor should enable him to become a sleeper agent able to get inside of a terrorist group that the world police are trying to overthrow. The world police consist of Chris Roth, voiced by Matt Stone, Lisa Jones, voiced by Kristen Miller, Sarah Wong, voiced by Masasa Moyo, and their leader, Spotswood, voiced by Darren Norris. Altogether, this police force doesn't realize that what they're facing is a threat that is masterminded by Kim Jong-il from North Korea, also voiced by Trey Parker. What we're really here to watch is a bunch of aggressively jingoistic bon mots being thrown around by our world police confederates as Gary infiltrates terrorist cells, is brought back home, falls out with the group, and hits all of the main marks of action movies in America dating back through at least the 1980s. Here's the main gag. All of the set pieces of the movie are set up and scored by original music, which is self-consciously on the nose. Freedom isn't free. It calls folks like you and me. And if we don't all chip in, we'll never play that bell. Only a woman can brighten up my day. I'm so... Ronry, so ronry, so ronry inside real Rome. 
Every shot show a little improvement To show it raw would take too long That's called a montage Not all of these songs are perfectly memorable and marvelous, but each one in turn is pretty good fun. For my taste, and again this digs right into that divide between whether a person can accept the vulgarity of this movie as being just puerile, sophomoric, silly, jinxy, kid-like fun from adults who should know better, or if this kind of entertainment has a measure of satire that we should listen to, There is an ultimate speech that our protagonist, Gary Johnston, delivers in front of an audience that Kim has assembled in North Korea, whereupon he intends to spring his trap. We're reckless, arrogant, stupid dicks. And the Film Actors Guild are pussies. And Kim Jong-il is an asshole. Pussies don't like dicks. Because pussies get fucked by dicks. But dicks also fuck assholes. Assholes who just want to shit on everything. Pussies may think they can deal with assholes their way. But the only thing that can fuck an asshole is a dick with some balls. The problem with dicks is that sometimes they fuck too much. Or fuck when it isn't appropriate. Yes, Gary. Yes. And it takes a pussy to show him that. But sometimes pussies get so full of shit that they become assholes themselves. Because pussies are only an inch and a half away from assholes. I don't know much in this crazy, crazy world. But I do know that if you don't let us fuck this asshole, we are going to have our dicks and our pussies. All covered in shit. The point here is understanding that Team America World Police will cause a person to giggle nervously with embarrassment, shame, and pleasure in mixed company. Having watched this movie by myself and with a group of people, it is more satisfying with other people sitting nearby, partly because things I find funny but don't want other people to realize I find funny makes me feel nervous about emitting laughter, ha ha ha. Because this movie's humor is all about the ribald nature of four-letter words being bandied about by puppets, let me leave you with one final reason to see this movie. Marionette sex. If I haven't already clarified the matter, Team America World Police is a form of animation whereby puppets on strings held by masterful puppet makers, and we see these strings, and we have an impression of how these puppets are manipulated, are the primary focus of all of our attention. There is no living object that we see on screen, with the exception of a couple of cats, a catfish, and a roach. These details aren't important, but we should realize that all of our emotional response is rather flatly displayed through the nature of how a marionette has been sculpted by a pretty good set of puppet masters, but there are limitations to what it is a puppet can do. One... It can't really blink properly or as regularly as you or I will in the course of our day. And that's strange, because there are lots of lingering close-ups on a puppet that will not blink. Two, when the voiceover actors perform their dialogue, there is no synchrony between the moving jaw of a puppet and the sounds that we hear coming out of the mouth of that puppet. Three, if a person is aware of South Park, 
you will hear some of the voices that you've been listening to for two decades plus coming out of the mouths of these puppets, and that's disarming and strange, especially when those voices are meant to be mimicking certain well-known personalities of the world of 2004. This would include celebrities like George Clooney, Sean Penn, leaders like Hans Blix, who people may no longer remember, and the broadcaster Peter Jennings. All of these real characters are created as puppets alongside our world police characters, and every one of them is a marionette, controlled with strings that are never once kept out of view. This comes to a head when Gary and Lisa have a romance that flowers in sex between marionettes that do not possess genitals, which will make you feel weird, especially in mixed company. Thank you for listening to the Blockbusters and Birdwalks podcast. My name is Garrett Chaffin-Kirai. Boop-boobity-doo!